Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are getting TV right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Well, this is officially weird now. Uh, Joe, you're not here. but you Yeah, are I know. Here. Joe, where are yeah, you? Yeah, this, this feels really fucking bizarre, but I am uh, currently uh, quarantined at home, uh, practicing the appropriate amount of social distancing by staying as far the fuck away from you guys as possible. That's good. We appreciate that. Um, John, we're six feet away still. Yeah, my headphone mic is 10 feet, and it's about a little halfway. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. So we're still six feet apart. Uh, so yeah, you may notice that the sound quality perhaps sounds a, a bit off from what you're used to. Um, don't worry, we didn't downgrade equipment. We're doing okay. Um, but we're doing a recording for the first time, so uh, bear with us. This is This is all new to us. It's new to everybody, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so odds are we're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> there's a good, there's a good chance. Hey, the uh, the first ever let's play went off without a hitch. So yeah, we were all in the same room at least. <laughs> but believe in us to do something new and different, and uh, to have it come out totally okay, and you know probably even more awesome than anyone expected. So one can hope because yeah. we don't have to smell Joe. Oh wow! Shots fired, <laughs> Joe. I He's mean, it's, it's an honest him. concern. <laughs> I also have my cat running around, so hopefully that doesn't cause problems. Buddy. Yeah, no, uh, I think it'll be okay. No, this one's Ralph. You be a oh, good boy, Ralph. Ralph. Ralph's even worse. <laughs> yeah, he's a pain in the ass. So how's your apocalypse been? It's been fine. I, uh, you know, I'm trying to do the social distancing thing as well. I'm trying to at least get out of the house a little bit. I've been going on walks. <laughs> you know, trying to... Not go stir crazy. Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, at least for us here in Connecticut, tomorrow is going to be the point where it starts to really start getting bizarre because that's when the, like, lockdown actually begins in proper. Yeah. Uh, where, like, all the shops are now supposed to be closing and stuff. So yeah. only essential personnel type things going on. And uh, as far as I know, I'm still going to work. Yeah, I also have work still. We're, we're essential, Joe. I guess. That's terrible. Uh, yeah. I, I guess that school needs to be cleaned by somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it absolutely does. You're on yeah. the front lines. Although, word is they may not go back to school until, like, September. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the fucking weird part. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, obviously we're all doing the best we can. We hope everybody out there is doing the best that they can mm -hmm. as well. Uh, it's going to be tough, but, you know, we try to break it up a little bit by playing video games. Uh, so, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, motherfucking Animal Crossing, the 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 one two punch game. The other two being Doom Eternal. Uh, I did not pick up Doom Eternal because, like I said, I wasn't too into the first Doom. I did buy the first Doom uh, this week just because it was on sale for like five dollars. I just kind of said like, eh, fuck it. Like maybe I'll give it another try. Uh, you know, the hype is huge for Doom Eternal, so I was like, yeah, maybe if I can like actually kind of find my footing in the first one, I'll play through that. Uh, haven't actually started it yet because uh, I've either been playing uh, Call of Duty with John still or, like I said, playing Animal Crossing, uh, which uh, Animal Crossing is. It's Animal Crossing. Uh, <laughs> that's good, right? That's the, yeah. I mean, I mean it, you know, especially during this time, it's nice to be able to play a game where uh, you can go outside. It's all about going <laughs> outside and doing things. Yeah. Yeah. And interacting so with people and. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like depressing the more I play it or the the release that you need. I don't know if it's going to be the more that I play it, the more I'm going to be like, man, I really wish I was out on an island like fishing right now. Yeah, it feels very dystopian. Yeah, it does. With other animals? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but I mean, the, the game is good. Uh, it does do a bunch of things differently that the other Animal Crossing games haven't done. Obviously, you got to, you know, redo the formula instead of just changing the setting or like the, the plot in a little bit of a way. Um, one of the big differences in this game is the like currency system that the game uses. Uh, John, you've played Animal Crossing before. Adam, I don't know if you've ever played Animal Crossing. I have not, no. Okay. Yeah, they use bells for their currency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just their type of money. Uh, mm-hmm. And this one, there are actually two different types of currency. Uh, there are bells, and then there are nook miles, because it's supposed to be like, you know, your vacation getaway kind of thing. So you have travel miles. Uh, but this one, they're called nook miles. And that's where the one, the nook miles are the ones that you use to um, buy the more, ne- like, necessity stuff of the game. Like, nook miles are what you use to pay off your house, uh, which is the whole point of the game is to like pay off and renovate and make your house better. Uh, you do that stuff with the nook miles. Uh, you use nook miles to buy like better upgrades for your stuff, as well as like other things like different kind of hairstyles and hair colors. Um, the bells are more just used for buying like furniture uh, and clothing, the, the kind of things that you buy from like the individual characters in the game, as opposed to the stuff that's for the, the actual main plot of the game. Um, it gets kind of weird because um the the nook miles feel way 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 more important than because they're the like the key driving force of the game and right now i'm just like tossing all of my bells into the bank and not using them at all so it it's kind of like going against my mental you know uh, state when it comes to animal crossing like, like money is not important in this one which is weird no, you're just um, getting really good at saving. You're very thrifty. You've got I mean, a good. You know, like you're like building up good credit as opposed to like <laughs> good money. Wow, you're um, such an adult. Yeah, uh, and then the way you get Nook Miles is different than the way you get money. So like uh, in the you know, the old games, you would just go around and you would collect fruit and like grow trees and you know go fishing and catch bugs and that would be the stuff that you would sell for money. Um, for the bells in the game. Uh, in this one, it's you have to do like objective based stuff to earn the nook miles. And like it still kind of go- correlates with that stuff because the things you have to do are go out and catch like 20 butterflies and you get 300 nook miles. Like go out and catch 10 fish and you get a certain amount of nook miles. So it's still and, like the same thing, but just on a grander scale. Yeah. It's just uh, like you go out and you catch the fish. To earn the nook miles, and then you turn around, and you sell the fish to get bells. Oh, so you can double up. Yeah, it's just oh. that the money, the different kind of monies that you get, go to two different types of things that you're spending them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So like, it's weird because it gives you, uh, it, it weirdly like you feel more accomplished because like not only are you just getting the money, but you're also getting like a thing that says like you did this, like yeah. You know, it's like what I say I always talk about with Call of Duty. Like, not only do I go out and I play the game and I, like, you know, get a certain amount of score and, like, you know, try and get the most kills in the multiplayer, but also you're, like, doing it while trying to, like, get the most kills with this type of attachment so you can then unlock other stuff. 
Yeah. So it gives you like an extra sense, yeah, it gives you like an extra sense of motivation, uh, which is really nice. Uh, and it makes it feel even slightly more addictive than the other game normally was. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, graphically, it looks fantastic. Uh, you know, the Animal Crossing games weren't exactly, you know, graphical powerhouses to begin with. But no. even when I'm sitting there and like looking at the texture of Tom Nook's fur, like they didn't have to go through that little extra, you know, doesn't look like legit hair or anything, but just the fact that things look textured. I'm just kind of like, oh, that looks nice, you know? Yeah. They went the extra uh, mile. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is nice. You know, it's the, the kind of thing where people were just kind of going like, oh, look, you can see like the stitching in Mario's pants in Mario Odyssey. You're just like, oh, you know, that's nice. That's something that up until this point, Nintendo never bothered with. Uh, so it's, you know, it, it's great to see that little extra bit of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the game is just the perfect, like you pick it up, you dick around for, you know, a little while. And then you say like, oh, shit, four hours have passed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, which is perfect for what's going on right now. So it's a it's a great extra way to like waste time, and it couldn't have come out at a better time, I would say. I know, like as a as a person who did not care about either of the games released on Friday, like I'm so excited for all the people that are because it's like, man, do they really need something cool and fun and awesome to play right now? Yeah, and coming. Yeah, exactly. Just like, well, I mean, Doom Eternal is probably not exactly the most common game, but it's probably very, you know... Uh, Cathartic. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just releasing all that pent-up energy that you have from mm-hmm. yeah. social distancing and, and staying at home. Um, so you're enjoying the game? You're going to stick with it? Uh, yeah. Time, Joe? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I've... I've played pretty much every Animal Crossing game. I wasn't the kind of person that like got super duper into them. Like, you know, I played them for uh, I, I guess I would say like an appropriate amount of time. There's the other people that you know they sunk hundreds and hundreds of hours into each yeah. one of them. You know, I would get you know maybe forty hours out of them kind of thing and be like, all right, you know, that was fun for a while. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes with this one or if something else. I mean, there's plenty of other things coming out. Well, hopefully on the horizon, you know. Yeah, we, we so don't we know. Got, yeah, we got Resident Evil 3 coming out and Final Fantasy 10 or uh, 7 remastered. So if those come out on time, um, this will certainly probably fall to the wayside. <laughs> yeah. And you thought, you know, uh, playing Animal Crossing was weird in this time. Just wait until you play Resident Evil. <laughs> oh yeah i know yeah if you thought the cutesy island getaway game was a a weird reflection of what's happening in the world my god joe are you in for it i mean i've already been seeing those kinds of memes and stuff coming out of this uh i just remember somebody posting like me going to the store during quarantine and it was just a video of the first part of resident evil with leon running through the streets dodging zombies yeah um I will be interested to see all the social media posts on that day of like people wearing their umbrella cord, like sweatshirts and cosplays to go curbside pickup at the, the local GameStop. Yeah, did you just see the dress? Dress as hunk with the gas mask. <laughs> did you see the the tweet that was like Kojima talking about Death Stranding? Yeah, it was like Kojima 2019. Like Earth is separated and like yeah. Uh, torn apart and one delivery man is going around uniting everyone together yeah yeah everyone's separated by an invisible thing that you can't stop oh yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fighting an invisible force. Uh, Kojima started it all. Yeah. Oh, you're so silly, Kojima. 2020 he tried game. To warn he tried. Us. He tried he did. to warn us. If only him. he had warned us with a good game. <laughs> uh, otherwise, like I said, I've been playing Call of Duty with John. So, yeah, John, you, how have you been enjoying your Call of Duty experience? Uh, over the last day, I realized that I my uh, skill has gone down. <laughs> it, was, it was really good when I started, and now all of a sudden I'm really bad. Although it's it probably is just playing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, it's all the good people. Are everyone playing. else who you know, people who have jobs and things during the day yeah. are now all playing 100 percent of the time. Yeah, and they're getting better. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not apparently. Yeah. Uh, but we we tried to play a Spec Ops mission or three and got absolutely wrecked. The Spec Ops missions are super fucking hard in this game, um, and really long. Um, yeah, that was the problem. They were long. Like every time, some it kept giving us a new objective. We were like, "This isn't over yet." <laughs> well, and then like you you can also get downed in the, but you can't get. Like you, you don't kill yourself. You're just laying on the ground until your, like your other, you know, uh, teammate either helps you up or dies. So like, there was a point where I was just like, I'm gonna crawl to the end of the map. Like, yeah, might as well try it because there's nothing else I can do. Um, but then we played some of the plunder together, and that game mode is still awesome. Uh, we came in fourth place, but we got to a million. Um, okay, like nice. right at the end. Um, so I think we've gotten to a million twice, yeah, but we've never won. We've only finished in second place. Uh, uh, three times. We no, we finished first place one time, didn't we? I don't think we did. We 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 got to the million and then started the ending, and then right at the end we came in second. Oh, okay. I know we were really close. Yeah, it was the time we had that one good opponent or uh, one good teammate with us. Yeah, that was like actually doing shit. But I'm still playing the shit out of it. I'm level 102 now, and there's 155 is the max level. So I'll probably get there sometime at the end of the week or before the end of the week. Um, but then I'm just going through and doing challenges and trying um, weapons and like uh, attachments that I don't generally ever use, like the personal radar and stuff like that. Um, like right now I have the scavenger challenge going, which is not a thing I would ever have on my um, person at the same time misplaying, but I'm not going to get Animal Crossing or Doom or anything like that. I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy, but also not going to buy it from GameStop for other reasons. So I don't know. I'll probably be stuck with playing Call of Duty for a while. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I do want to get into a, a round of plunder with you guys. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I've been playing Warzone solos because they added solos oh, this yeah. week, which I'm very, very happy about because I didn't like trios because I wasn't playing with anybody else. No, and everyone either bails out or whatever. Yeah, because the thing I didn't like the first week was that it doesn't do what Apex does where it keeps you together unless you want to band off on your own. Yeah. Oh, you're I would jumping like... out. Yeah. You have to jump out and then try to make it. So you, there'd be times where like people wouldn't pay attention or wouldn't want to drop out with you, and then you're all three spread across the map, yeah. going against teams of three, and it wasn't, it just wasn't fun. Uh, so solos got released this week, and I've been having a whole lot of fun with solos. 
Uh, it's more my speed. It's more my style. I can take it slow if I want to, or I can try to rush, you know, the middle and try to, you know, defend where I think the middle of the circle is going to be in the end. Right. Um, so I, you know, I mix it up depending on the day and how I feel, but it's, uh, it's been pretty good. I, uh, I've gotten better at the gulag, which is essential to having any fun. Otherwise, like, because otherwise you're just out. Yeah, then it's just your standard uh, battle royale game. Yeah, so I've gotten better at that, which is good. So I feel better, and I feel like I've gone longer. Uh, the games take a little too long because it's 150 individual people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like it, it takes a really long time when you get down. The best I've done so far is eighth. Joe and I came in fourth, but we were playing trios, although yeah. it's only duos because the other dude bailed out yeah exactly um so that's been fun i've enjoyed playing that i think at some point though i want to get mlb the show just because i miss baseball (laughs) (laughs) i desperately want baseball and uh, i want to play the new game like i have i got last year's game obviously because they uh they gave it out as playstation plus but i just want to play the new one well you played the beta right yeah i played the beta the beta was fun once i figured out i could switch the controls yeah to the not weird round yeah not to the error every throw controls that they put in the game for some reason it was the other controls one where you could you know control it Mm -hmm. those are better um i'm feeling that i kind of want to get hockey too i was watching some hockey stuff yesterday and i was like god damn my phone still updates me it still tells me when the games are but it just says like postponed Postponed. on it i'm like fuck you just just don't update me like you know it's remember that game that was supposed to happen tonight no not happening yeah google's been doing that for me too joe how are you doing without sports uh, it's been devastating. Yeah, absolutely devastating. Now, uh, Joe, have you uh, wrestling any... with a crowd? <laughs> yeah, have you watched any of the wrestling without a crowd? Uh, I've only watched like the highlight clips that they put up on the WWE uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Um. Uh, it, it, well, it, you know, it's weird because like the promos have gotten, I think, really good, but the wrestling has gotten really boring. <laughs> Yeah, the wrestling is weird. Like, it's kind of cool that you can hear them a little bit, but it's weird that there's no reaction to things. I mean, it just feels like New Japan. Like, because New Japan, like, generally the crowd is pretty quiet as well. But still, they like, there's clapping and, like... Yeah, there's still, still crowd can. reactions yeah, exactly. in general, not just constant screaming. Yeah, or silence. Right. Yeah, it's been weird. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to play more Call of Duty. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I don't think I'm going to end up buying the game itself, just because I feel like... The Battle Royale is going to run its course, and I'm not necessarily going to want to get the multiplayer. I'll just move on to whatever the next thing yeah. is. And you beat the story, right? I did. Um, so I beat the story. The multiplayer was fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but I just don't see myself playing it a ton past the Battle Royale. I think mm-hmm. that gives that scratches the itch enough uh, to where I think I'm okay there. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for what we've been playing. So we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week. Uh, and we'll start off with uh, all of the technical data you could possibly want for the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, as uh, all of that was released this week. Uh, one was a quick like internet video from Xbox, uh, and the PlayStation 1 was an hour long of the most boring... Technical d- jargon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, by the most soft-spoken man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like kind of tired, and I was watching it like, ah, oh, dude. Like I'm gonna fall You're asleep. not exciting uh, anyone. No, which is okay, I think. But uh, I think people were expecting when they said PS5, like the road to PS5 starts tomorrow with this, you know, breakdown of the PS5. I think people were expecting more and yeah. not a GDC conference 
like that had the people in the audience like weirdly spaced like it looked Six like feet away. but it, like it looked like mystery science theater <laughs> where it was just like their silhouettes <laughs> of like you know five heads just in the front or whatever because uh, the way the room was lit so it just kind of had this weird like fake vibe to it maybe they were fake they were just cardboard cutouts of people no they were definitely people because like they were moving and like you could see like you know profiles and things change and mm. stuff but it just looked really funny because of the silhouettes yeah. so I, yeah. I, I did enjoy that they were puppets like mystery science theater exactly yeah, yeah. Amazing stuff. All right, so let's uh, let's get into it here and see all of the different things uh, that they talked about that were important. Uh, obviously, the most important thing that we know in the next-gen battle is how many flops does it do? Two. Uh, so the Xbox Series X, it does 12 flops. Wow. Teraflops, so it's a pretty high number. The Xbox One X does six, right? I, I have no clue. I, I still don't even know what flops do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm honestly, I just know flops as, like, the joke of flops i don't yeah. actually know what a flop is it's uh i feel like if i say if i say what i think that it is and i'm wrong i'm, I'm gonna feel so stupid so you can keep going. yeah it's like uh it's like computational power it's like how much stuff it can do i believe sure <laughs> you know sure, the most, it makes sense yeah exactly it's the most specific thing i could come up with uh it's how it, how it does do its thinky think yeah exactly so the official definition still doesn't make sense. It's a unit of computing speed equal to one million million floating point operations per second. There you go. Makes total sense to me. How it does what it do. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, they just so gave does, it a stupid name. <laughs> wait, so does FLOP stand for floating operation? Yes. Oh. No, floating floating point. Oh. Floating point operation. Oh, F-L-O point. Yes. Hmm. Uh, sure, floating <laughs> operation points per second is a measure of computer performance useful in fields of scientific computations that require floating point calculations. For such cases, it is a much more accurate measure than measuring instructions per second. Yeah, so it's how computer do what it do. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I know. I'm, I was. I nailed you it. Right. I nailed it. Yeah. Um, so the Xbox does 12 of those. 12 teras of those. Teras of those, yes. 12 of million millions. Yeah, and then the, uh, the PlayStation 5 is only going to do 10.8. Um, 10.28. So 10.28, yes, even lower than what I said. So yeah. Uh, Which means Xbox it's already lost the battle. Sorry, PlayStation, over. you're gone. Go uh, you just You're just... One point uh, eight flops away from victory this year. Yeah, I don't care about your God of War twos or your Spider Man twos. It's all about Halo Infinite and uh, you know whatever else they got going on over there. I think that's Forza, <laughs> a Forza probably. I can get so many more Forzas with all those extra flops. Uh, both of them are going to use GDDR six sixteen gigabyte uh, RAM. So that's pretty much the same. Uh, storage is another one where, again, Xbox, Xbox One, PlayStation 5, go home. Uh, one terabyte of a custom NVMe solid-state drive, while the PlayStation 5 is a measly 825 gigabyte solid-state drive. Um, this was something they talked about. Even though it's not as high, they built some kind of brand-new weird architecture with it where it's going to think and do better, so they say. But ultimately, you lost. Your numbers are lower. Go home. 
cancel your pre-orders, kids. There's no, there's no point in getting it. Console wars are over. <laughs> Just for the hard drive size. Yep. And so they were, they were saying that, like, even though it is smaller, it will still run more optimally. Yeah, that, I mean, that's obviously what everyone's going to say uh, when yeah, they're doing true. their little presentation. They're, they were talking. The guy was talking about how it they taught it to think in a different way, and so it can do more with less somehow. Um, but I mean, that remained to be seen. Still a good chunk of storage. Uh, both of them are going to have uh, expandable storage as well. Uh, with the PlayStation 5, it's going to be any uh, properly sized NVMe solid state drive. There's going to be like an extra port for it. Uh, whereas the Series X is going to have a proprietary uh, extra memory thing. So how do you guys feel about proprietary memory technology in 2020? You, you here for it? You no. Anti? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously when you hear proprietary, it brings back all the bad memories of the uh, PlayStation uh, Portable and the PS Vita. Yep. Uh, it definitely has a bad connotation because of those ones. Um, the only thing that I can think is if they can keep these proprietary things in the same price range as a solid state hard drive, which they of themselves are already pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't hopefully be that bad, but if it's the kind of thing where like these are a hundred dollars more than a solid state hard drive in the same memory range, then you're done fucked up. Yeah, we'll try to think back. I guess what would the, the last time we did this would have been the 360, right? When they had those, you know, the proprietary hard drives that you clip onto the uh, top. Yeah, those for the system. Yeah, the Vita had the. Well, yeah, the Vita had memory cards, yeah. but I'm I'm trying to think in terms of Xbox to Xbox, how were those priced? Like, how did Microsoft do? Because I I didn't have a 360. I think they were reasonable, but also like people weren't competing for hard drive space at that point. Like, True. Games were still like megabytes, so uh, it's not as it wasn't as needed as it is now. And then eventually they announced uh, they said that you could use USB flash drives, yeah, and those were much cheaper to buy anyway. So people just bought those instead. Yeah, um, both of the Xbox and PS5 said that you'll be able to do the same thing with like external hard drives. You can plug in a normal external hard drive. Uh, the uh, Mark Cerny, who was doing the PlayStation 5 one, recommended that you only use your regular external hard drive for like PS4 games rather than PS5 games because mm-hmm. obviously they're those are meant to run on the solid state right. drive. So it would uh, seriously hinder performance if you tried to play it off a regular, but the PlayStation four doesn't really matter. So you can put those games on there. Um, that was something else that came out uh, this week regarding the PlayStation five as part of that is that uh, it will be backwards compatible with PS4. That is a hundred percent confirmed. Now um, they had a bit of mixed messaging though, as during the conference itself, uh, they illustrated that they had tested and confirmed we're working like most of the top 100 played PS4 games according to playtime. Uh, and people took that to mean that it was going to be like a limited backwards compatibility uh, issue. Uh, but then Sony later clarified that no, 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 almost all of the PlayStation 4 titles will be working on PlayStation 5. It was simply the messaging was saying that we were working or we know these to be working, um, but that caused a bit of an uproar. Uh, but that'll be good to have backwards compatibility with the PlayStation 4. Uh, I have a lot of games that I have not finished on the PlayStation 4, so it would be good to have yeah. a built-in library when the 5 comes out, because who knows what those launch games will be, because we still just uh, we still don't know. 
Um, also, this week was the uh, the Xbox just kind of showed off the box a little bit more. Uh, I did they did have a funny thing on Twitter where they showed the box next to a refrigerator, you know, for scale, uh, and then also <laughs> a banana for scale. So it's yeah, a, that's the more appropriate scale. It's a much smaller than a refrigerator, but it is a, just a tad bigger than a banana. So uh, that was pretty cool. So it showed off all kinds of ports and everything. Uh, that's where people saw the, you know, the expandable proprietary uh, solid state drive. Uh, it's got all kinds of USB ports and everything that you to think you'd need. Uh, I mean, it's a cool looking box. I like the design of it, I guess. Um, but I, the specs are pretty much the same for both. And honestly, I'm probably just going to get the PS5. I Did, mean, that's the way it should be. It should come down to what games are better. Yeah. So... Uh, so what did you think ultimately, Joe, of the uh, the comparisons between the 5 and the X? And what do you still want to know from both? Uh, well, I mean, you know, looking at the, the stats and stuff that I got right here, all the different uh, comparisons between the, the components to them, uh, the Xbox Series X does look like it has a bit of an edge on the PlayStation 5 in terms of like overall power that it's got going on. It's got a better P- uh, CPU, a better GPU, um, better internal like memories, you know, initial internal memory, other things like that. Um, but like John said, it really is just all going to come down to the games. And uh, I don't even know what to be excited for on the Xbox series X. Like have they, except for Halo, well, uh, is Halo Infinite still supposed to be coming to Xbox One first, right? Uh, yeah, I think they said it was going to be both. Yeah, yeah it's probably going to be one of those free upgrades to Series X. Oh, that's X. right. Yeah, that, 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 that's right. They said it was one of those, you buy it on, if you buy it on the Xbox One, it'll be free upgrade to the Series X. Yeah, because um, I think Halo probably comes out in September and the Series X comes out in November or whatever. Yeah. It's, I think it's one of those. If that's yeah. even the case, I don't even know if that's... Is Halo is Halo still this year? I think they said it was like winter, so hmm. it could technically be next year. True. I mean, for all we know, these systems won't even be coming out this year. Yeah, that's true. We still don't. We still just have holiday as the release date, but mm-hmm. obviously, with everything going on, the, that could yeah. easily slip. Production lines, making sure that they have enough components and stuff. And, when game devs you know, being ready for launch games. Yeah. You're not going to launch a system with no new games. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, luckily to an extent, uh, game production can be done remotely. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I saw that a lot of studios were talking about how they were just having all of their employees work from home. Um, so uh, the development there, when it comes to maybe, you know, the disc printing and stuff, I don't know how fluidly that will run and then of course always shipping is going to be a, a problem mm-hmm. um but when it comes to components like building computer parts and stuff that's the part that has me thinking like i i don't even know if we're going to see this coming out this year yeah yeah i mean it's going to be interesting for sure um so we still need to know price yeah, obviously on both one. i think that comes mm-hmm. down to price regardless of how well either of them compare numerically in hard drive size and Mig of flops or whatever. Yeah. If the Xbox One Series X or whatever it's called is going to be $100 more, it's going to lose. Yeah. I don't like this, also... this cat and mouse game of price. Like, yeah. No, you jealous. Yeah. And also, I mean, we still haven't even actually seen what the PlayStation 5 will look like. No. It's a triangle. 
It's a pyramid. <laughs> Just what, like to com- compete with the uh, obelisk? Yeah, yeah. Don't deal. The, the, the monolith that is Series X. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to look like the uh, the Washington Monument. So it'll be like, ha we're bigger. Right? Yeah, we have a, we have a point on the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Point us. We win. We we won't fit in your cabinet even more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you can keep it in your refrigerator. It's way smaller than that. Depends on your fridge. I mean, we we have a big and a small fridge. I th- I think it'll fit in both. They only said the scale of one, but I think it'll fit in both. Okay. So that'll be good. Yeah. Uh, I know it'll fit there, even if it won't fit in the entertainment center. Um. All right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we got some rumors from Sony this week or about Sony this week. Um, and this kind of is a follow-up to, I believe, a story we talked about last week. If not, we talked about it in, uh, in person of Kojima possibly coming back and doing a Silent Hill game. We talked about that on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, we talked about that last week. Yeah, so I think all of our thoughts there were I, we just don't see him coming back and working with Konami, correct? I think that was the stance we all... Yes. Kind of settled on, right? Yeah, it's not going to be Konami. If they're if he's going to do anything, it's going to be Konami's just publishing it. Yeah. Um, so we got a little bit more clarification potentially on how this could work without Konami's involvement. Uh, and this comes from a rumor regarding uh, Sony looking to buy or obtain in some way uh, the IPs of Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill, and Castlevania, uh, all Konami properties. Uh, I that's a, certainly an intriguing lineup of, of IPs that were all decidedly Sony, right? All of these would have been not Castlevania, not Castlevania but they would have had Symphony of the Night, obviously, was a PlayStation. Yeah, um, but I think majority of them are on the Nintendo systems, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. the uh, Symphony of the Night was the one that was like the groundbreaking one. But then after that, it became uh, pretty much uh, synonymous with Nintendo, with the DS. And Game Boy. And Game Boy Advance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think about this? Do you, do you think it's plausible? Do you think it's possible? Do you, you see Konami giving up these things? Uh, I know they're not exactly forward-focused on video games and are more into pachinko machines, but do you see them giving up these iconic properties to, yeah. to somebody else? Uh, I don't. I, I can see them giving them up. I don't like Castlevania being lumped in with it because I'd rather play my Castlevania games portable. Um, like I, the DS games are some of my favorite games of all times. Um, so it'd be unfortunate if it's given to Sony because Sony doesn't have a portable system right now. Um, but maybe when Sony being nice to everyone, they'll like let other people use it and maybe they'll make a Switch game or something. But the last Castlevania games that have come out on consoles have been pretty awful. The Lords of Shadow 1 and 2, I think. Well, uh, I don't think that they've necessarily been awful. I think that people like recognize them as good games, but it's the people that wanted a regular Castlevania, or like the the Castlevania game that we knew, you know, we didn't get that. So it was more of a disappointment to us. But the people that weren't like huge fans of those, they were a pretty good game. But, I mean, I didn't play them just because I started them up and I was just like, yeah, this isn't my Castlevania, you know? But it has a locked camera system. Like, <laughs> we live in the future of free-roaming cameras. Don't don't lock the camera, ever. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I would much rather to hear that Nintendo was buying Castlevania than Sony. Uh, just because I would much rather have it be coming out on the Switch. 
Um, but then again, like even if Sony bought this, doesn't mean that they would bother making a classic 2D one again. They might just keep going on with the the, the 3D games. Well, one of the rumors um, that as, I saw. Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, I was going to say, as of uh, for Metal Gear, um, I just don't think anybody will care about a Metal Gear that doesn't have uh, Kojima attached to it. So if Sony buys that and then gets Kojima to work with Sony, then I think people would be more interested in it. Uh, and then when it comes to Silent Hill, um, I think anybody can make a Silent Hill game. I don't think that really matters who's behind it as long as it stays true to like what a Silent Hill game is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, one of the things I saw in one of the rumors, uh, and obviously this bounces around and, you know, get, goes from place to place. So who knows what's a really a part of it anymore. Um, but was that Castlevania maybe could potentially be revived as like a Bloodborne style, Dark Souls style game. Would you play a Castlevania game that was Souls-like? Uh, absolutely. I've always said that uh, the Souls games are basically the perfect 3D Castlevania game. Like, the Dark Souls is what a 3D Castlevania game should be if you're going to do it. Um, so if they did follow that formula, uh, absolutely, I would be okay with that. Yeah, so I mean, if that's if that's the route you know Sony wants to take, then I think that makes sense. Joe, imagine Sony giving the rights to From Software to make a Castlevania game. I mean, it would be Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be Bloodborne, but yes. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, like a mix of Dark Souls and Bloodborne. You have like the same kind of like gothic horror, uh, other stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would like to see that. I don't know, like, how you could make it. I mean, you would have to try and do something different, I guess, just to make it not just feel redundant, like you are just slapping the Castlevania game on a on a Dark Souls Bloodborne name. Yeah, or a game. Um, but I would like to see what they could try and do. Uh, yeah, but going 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 to the whether or not Konami would even sell them. Um, you're uh, you're right that like it seemed like Konami was more. I mean, for the longest time, basically Konami was saying that they weren't going to make games again. They were just going to focus on like parlor games and uh, pachinko and stuff, like you said. Yeah. Um, but I think the IPs might be too important to just give up. I mean, it would, Sony would have to offer them a fuck ton of money. I think. Well, and also like. They're still making these games. They're just making Metal Gear Pachinko games. So they've been yeah. giving up the rights for those as well. Yeah. So if it was some sort of thing where like they sold the rights to making uh, the consoles, uh, yeah, like console specific games, but they retained the rights to use the names for Pachinko, that's the only way I could think it would like yeah. they would be able to use like Pachinko. That's the only way I think it would happen. Yeah. But, I mean, I could definitely see them doing it. You could get it for a better cost effectiveness than buying the IPs outright, I think, just because they would have those other avenues where they're using those names. Right, for, like, home console releases or something only. Yeah. Whereas, like, Konami would keep the rights for... Arcades or merch whatever. Yeah. or whatever, and also, like, Pachinko machines and whatever mobile thing they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Sony would do it without merch, though. I feel like you want merch, especially with games that are series that popular yeah i don't know but 
I mean, that's why we're not corporate lawyers. You don't have to figure this out. Um, I think it would be cool. I think, you know, especially considering those first two are such, you know, synonymous with PlayStation style titles. I think it'd be cool to see what their internal studios or what kind of people they could get to revitalize Mm -hmm. them or get them to continue. Obviously with Metal Gear, though, you want it to be Kojima or at least something that he's got a hand in, even if he's not the like actual developer. I mean, do you think there could be a situation where he does just like he writes it and they and someone else makes it or he like how involved does he need to be, do you think, to to make it a thing where people will accept it as a, don't know. a proper Metal Gear game? I'm not the a big old... Kojima person, so I don't know like his attachment on it, but I don't think he would just want to write it like he seems like the type of dude that wants his name in every aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. The I like. I would imagine it would be they buy the rights and then Kojima Productions makes it. Like it, it would have to be his studio that makes the game completely, uh, with probably as little in- interference from Sony as possible. Like, mm-hmm. like you just give us the rights to make the game, we'll make the game, and then you pr- like you put it out. Yeah, but just let us have carte blanche. Pretty much. Can there be a Metal Gear Solid Stranding game? Is that possible? Don't. I, I don't want it. Where you're Snake, but you're the only Snake left in the world, and you have to snake across America. If you got like a little Metal Gear Rex baby that you carry. Yeah, you're yeah. delivering boxes that people can hide in. That's true. Yeah. That's the point of the game. Do you think? Do you think we can have that? Nobody. Nobody wants this. I think I it's I changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play the Death one. I want to play the Metal Gear one though. I only like some stranding, stranding games. Yeah. I'm not a stranding. I'm not in love with all stranding games, just some. Just the death ones. No, I don't like the death ones. <laughs> I want the other kinds of stranding games. Um, all right, lightning round. Uh, we got a rumor this week about another remastered game. Uh, Joe, what game is getting remastered this time? Uh, I mean, it's one that we've been hearing about a lot um, on and off every couple of months. Basically, this feels like it, it pops its head back up again. But uh, a rating for a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remaster popped up on a South Korean the, the South Korean game ratings board. Um, uh, like I said, this is something that has been, you know what everybody has been expecting since uh, World at War was the one that came with the Modern Warfare one? Was no, it, uh, Advanced. Uh, no, no it was Advanced. Advanced, the other one. Advanced Warfighter? No, it was the other one. It was the other futuristic one. Oh, Infinite Warfare. Infinite Warfare, Infinite. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So people have been waiting for a remaster of Call of Duty 2 um, for a long time, um, mainly because it was kind of the most popular one in the franchise. Uh, and the fact that they did the first one, you just kind of assumed that they would probably try and do the whole entire um, trilogy. Uh, trilogy, yeah. Um, the only thing is that with the new Modern Warfare being a reboot of that franchise, uh, uh, it was kind of always up in the air as to whether or not they would bother to keep doing it or would they just focus on doing this new one. Um I personally would love to see a remaster of the first game. Uh, the fact that it's like showing up on ratings boards seems to be a good indication because usually once that happens, it's a little bit more um, likely, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that it's just for a campaign and they're not going to bother doing the multiplayer, I feel like that's something they would probably do just to not 
draw attention away from their own new modern warfare. If it was just like, hey, remember that like campaign that everybody loved? Here it is. Uh, you're not getting any multiplayer, though. Uh, that makes it seem a little bit more likely to me. It seems weird that it needs to get rated again, though. Like, it's a game that already exists that's not getting changed. It's just getting remastered. Yeah, but like I maybe one of those things where it's like, oh, is the is that murder too murdery now because it looks better? But it's already mature. Like it, it doesn't have any like sex, so Could it can't be really be adult only. Well, I guess if it, it got more murdery, because like the Manhunt games didn't have sex, did they? They just had m- the most murdery murders. I don't remember. I mean, I yeah, think there were almost adult. I think there murders. was nudity and stuff. Oh, yeah, I think was, there okay. was as well. Um, yeah, they just got to play the game again and make sure that all the murders aren't naked this time. Sure. Yeah. Make sure there's then, no uh, hot coffee mode hidden in it. Exactly. Yeah. And then also, like, with better graphics comes um, better gore, I guess. That's what I'm saying. You know, the, to make it murders. a little bit more touchy. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see why they might have to, like, rethink it, you know. Uh, you know, even though the graphics on the first game were exactly, you know, terrible, yeah, yeah. they they still looked good. So yeah. I can't imagine that being too much of a uh, of an increase. Well, it's just any any time you need to release a game, it has to be rated. Like they just yeah. they have to go through and play it because otherwise you just go, no, it's just remastered. Don't look at it, and then turns out trust it's a, us. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you know, that's just the the process of it. Do you think this is going to be a, another situation where it's bundled with whatever this year's call of duty is and does that spell disaster for 2020's call of duty or do you think this is going to be a thing that comes out like in the summer it's 40 bucks or it's 30 bucks and it's you know a stopgap on the way to next year's call of duty or 2020's call of duty i don't uh, think it'll be bundled with anything because the next game that's coming out will be not infinity wards game so no because infinity wards game is now right that's, so yeah. i think it would be a standalone release like the original remaster of modern warfare was mm. and i also i also 40 whatever yeah and i also wonder if you know i was always kind of convinced that maybe the reason that they bundled it in with infinite warfare is they knew that infinite warfare wasn't going to be as popular yeah it was it was more like oh this game's not up to par with other call of duty games so let's bundle it in with this one to try and like you know, get people to buy it more. Um, I, I saw a rumor that the next Call of Duty game is actually going to be a Black Ops reboot. Uh, um, <laughs> sure. So I think, doing that. I, I mean, yeah, might as well, I guess. Um, so I think Black Ops could sell on its own, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't need the extra effort of bundling it with this game. So I would think it would be sold separately also. Gotcha. Uh, cool. Uh, all right, lightning round. Obviously, with everything going on around the world, uh, everything under the sun got postponed, canceled, moved, changed, uh, basically upended in every single way. Though uh, one particular conference looks to be trying to get their their situation back on track and are trying to you know give a new rescheduled date. Joe, what's the deal with that? Uh, so GDC uh, 2020 announced that they are at least as of right now, planning on going forward with the rescheduled conference. Uh, It will be happening between August 4th and 6th. Um, So, I mean, that gives them five months, hopefully, for everything to calm down. Um, I mean, we we can't 
entirely put the world on hold. So we have to kind of think a little forward thinking in terms of what we're going to do in when hopefully things get better. Mm-hmm. So it looks like that's they're they're banking on this stuff kind of petering out uh, come spring and summer, which is hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's kind of all over the map there. But yeah, I mean, it's good to kind of get the expectation out there. You want to try to prep people for, you know, travel and whatever else they're going to need to do to go to this. Um, so you need to give them as much leeway as possible. But it's also it's a hard thing to plan right now. Yeah. Yeah, like who's who's going to rush out and buy tickets at this point, you know? I mean, this is prices are the cheapest now. I almost so. bought a flight to Tokyo the other day. <laughs> yeah, for obviously hopefully much later in the year or like, next year. Yeah, late June, yeah. but yeah, it's like a a good third of the price that it normally is. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at I was doing the same thing cuz I was supposed to be going to South Carolina um uh, in May, uh, I was originally planning on doing that. And yeah, so I was just looking at flights going like, oh man, it's like 50 bucks for a flight, you know? Yeah. They'll take anything they can get. Um, but yeah, it's good that the, the GDC is trying to, to get things ready and start to plan for, you know, this to all, uh, be done. All right. Lightning round, uh, no real movie news, uh, this week as everything is put on hold. So, uh, uncharted is put on hold. The, they were finally going to start production like nope. this week or next week. And, uh, here we go. No uncharted. They had said four weeks and they were ready and raring to go. And then boom, no more production on that. Um, but we did get a milestone Wait, this week. Did, Sorry. did, did uncharted do this to us? Yeah. Yes. Is it is it so cursed that it had to stop the world to prevent this movie from actually being made? Yes. Uh, I mean, it seems uh, like it's and they everything at it to try and stop this game until now or this movie until now, and it finally came down to this. I've actually heard that it was New Mutants uh, because of the dark sorcery magic that some of those characters have, because that was finally supposed to come out after oh, six delays. Oh yeah, Ileana uh, Rasputin. Yep, and now it's uh, now it's delayed again too. So I've heard it was more that. But, I mean, Uncharted has some supernatural elements to it as well. So uh, maybe. Who knows? Um, But we did get a milestone this week uh, with Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, uh, becoming the highest grossing video game movie of all time, uh, passing Detective Pikachu. Uh, And it, you know, made it just in time to have all the theaters in the world close. (laughs) Uh, but they also did announce as part, I guess, of maybe celebrating that, that they will be releasing the movie digitally early on uh, March the 31st. So if you somehow missed Sonic the Hedgehog, a movie we all enjoyed, uh, then you can catch it on digital at the end of the month. Yeah, lots of other other movies are doing the same thing. Yeah, which is good. Like Bloodshot just came out in theaters and it's going to be on digital tomorrow too. oh sick yeah i did want to see that i was I, I wanted to see it too yeah. i thought about going to the theater like one of those last days where it was seemed like it'd be okay to go outside yeah and i was like no 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 i'm good yeah it's at the 23rd that it's going to be available on digital sick <laughs> um but yeah so i'm i'm excited i, I want to watch the sonic movie again i really enjoyed it i hope I, they released uh... their beard cut though i know i think it's too yeah. early for that I feel like they probably got to go back in and punch some things up. But. Oh, and like waiting for the the physical release. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I I like the Sonic movie a lot. Um, I'm still surprised that it it beat the Detective Pikachu movie as much as it, it did. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like Pikachu and Pokemon uh, has obviously a much like 
broader reach, I would say. Like, you know, Sonic has been around forever and everybody knows Sonic, but it also is kind of a joke up until this point, or it has been for a long time. Um, so just the fact that it was able to pull this off seems actually pretty impressive to me to, to at least beat out Detective Pikachu. Because I just thought Pikachu sells everything, you know? Yeah. And the movie was good, too. Like, it wasn't just that Pikachu sells everything. It was that it was a Pikachu movie and Pikachu's the hottest thing. And also the movie was good. Yeah. I would have thought like, and it made a bunch of money. It was the highest grossing one, obviously. So I thought that was, that was quite surprising as well. I think it's too far from its source material compared to Sonic though. So Sonic sells better because it's not um, like far fetched, far fetched from the Sonic like canon. Whereas like detective Pikachu is still a bit too separated from the regular Pokemon games. Yeah. Like it's actually close to the detective Pikachu game. But that itself is a departure from what most people know right. as Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like both, obviously. So, but I mean, good for Sonic. Mm-hmm. I think the the word of mouth regarding how it was better than people thought, Jim Carrey was good, and the you know all of the hullabaloo regarding the change in the look of Sonic, I think definitely helped propel it to yeah. higher numbers. I don't imagine it would have passed Detective Pikachu had it been the other version. No, because it would have been. A horror show it would have been cats which i did see as well and apparently there's an alternate version of that where originally there was a cut of that movie where all of the cats had buttholes and i want to watch that version of the movie i, I don't i don't need to see that release I, the butthole cut yeah release, hashtag release the butthole cut we're on board with that yeah it was funny because i did joe i did watch cats oh i, I still haven't seen it yet i did finally sit down and watch it and it's ridiculous but it was also funny because uh, every time there was like a cat tail up in the air, we were just like, butts, butthole, there's a butthole. <laughs> Where's and that butthole? They yeah, had it and then took it out. Like, I couldn't not notice any time like a tail was up and I should have been seeing a balloon knot, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, going back to the uh, the Sonic movie and away from cat buttholes. Um... <laughs> no, it's just the rest of the episodes, cat buttholes. <laughs> Deal with Is, it. With two really like high profile and successful video game movies now uh behind us is this going to be the next thing like i feel like superhero movies have really started to wind down um and then obviously like the last big craze i would say was probably zombie movies before that so are we going to be seeing a lot more video game movies now that two of them have been massively successful and are not considered giant jokes well i wonder are they going to be strictly video game movies or are we going to get uh, video game movies that are specifically animated character in live action world? Well, yeah, they're, they're all going to be, uh, isekai is the like Japanese term for like a, somebody transported from one world to ours. Yeah. So like, no, our world to another one or yeah, vice versa. Um, but like these movies kind of were that way. I mean, Detective Pikachu Pikachu's not. That's just the not, world that it like, exists. Kind of was. Yeah, yeah. So like, is Hollywood going to take the wrong lesson? Not that like video game movies can be good if you just think about it and don't just throw a name on a crappy movie. Or are they going to be like, no, 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 no? I think it doesn't necessarily just have to be a video game movie. It has to be a video game movie with one animated character and a funny, you know, live action dude to play off of. Right. Them. It's it's a buddy cop movie. Yeah. But with a video game cartoon and a human. Yeah, like, are we going to get 
Skylanders, but it's animated Spyro, where like a kid gets transported to Spyro's world and he's like, you know, kid in King Arthur's court, right. but with Spyro. Like, is that what we're going to get? Isn't or are that we gonna... just that Kung Fu Kangaroos movie? What was that called? I have no idea. I've never heard of something. Legend of something? Yeah, where um, Ice, Ice Cube was one of the kangaroos. I don't remember that. The only kangaroo movie I know is Kangaroo Jack. I I, I was like... No, wasn't I that loved... Tank Girl? Uh, Warriors of Virtue. That's what it's called. I've never heard uh, of that. I loved that movie as a kid, and it never existed on DVD, and I got it for my birthday once because a friend of mine imported a Korean version of it. <laughs> Damn. So yeah, I, I don't know. Because uh, here's the Mario. The Mario movie is supposed to be all CG illumination, right? Yeah, it's all animated. Yeah. Um, but also, like, we've got Monster Hunter soon. So like, if that if that blows, then I think they're definitely going to go the like, okay, see, Monster Hunter wasn't popular, so it's not just video game movies. It's we need kidsy characters in, in live action worlds. That's what hmm. I think they're going to go for. Well, that's where I guess the the tightrope is because Pikachu and Sonic are both like two cutesy cartoony things, but those aren't all video games. No. Um, so yeah, are are they going to just like pass on the more adult themed video games? Like uh, you know, we had things like the the Need for Speed movie and shit, uh, and those obviously uh, didn't do very well. So, yeah, will it just be them going like, all right, which is the cute character we can turn into a thing? Or are they going to say, all right, now let's make a Call of Duty movie? Yeah. Well, I mean, they are making a Call of Duty movie. I mean, all war movies are essentially Call of Duty anyway. Yeah, but you would want, like, I guess if it was a Call of Duty movie, you'd have Ghost and Soap. And, right. Like, well, you would do Modern, Modern Warfare. Warfare. Yeah. yeah. And um, Price, yeah. Yeah, you'd do specific stories from the games with recognizable characters. Even if you did different stories, you'd still have those characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to tie it in and be like, oh, it's a different universe. It's not the same story. But yeah, I don't know. Because I think the other thing too is that it makes more money probably because it's more geared towards kids. So you're getting not just the video game nerds who love video games, you're getting kids too because it's a cutesy fun uh, character. So I think the fact that kids can go and it's like a family-friendly movie, that allows it to make more money than like a PG-13 gritty um, you know, Castlevania movie would be or something like that. Yeah, but we're also so, getting Resident Evil and like there's other stuff coming out as well. So video game movies are, I mean, Uncharted maybe. Yeah, no, it's never coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Tomb Raider. There was another Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the last Tomb Raider made a decent amount of money. It was okay, but it was also just the Last Crusade. Yeah, which just I was I was fine with it. I yeah. thought it was fun. I mean, I like the Last Crusade, so I like the Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, yeah, but I guess I guess it's going to depend on what's already in the pipeline. Will determine the neck where the pipeline leads. Uh, Monster Hunter coming. Yeah. So, but like, if Monster Hunter is bad, it's going to be bad. That's going to set oh, a bad yeah. example. Yeah. Um, if Uncharted so is they're bad, gonna... then. You know, that's going to set a bad example. All right. I know what the next one is going to be, uh, and it's it's going to be an Animal Crossing movie. Yeah. I mean, you could certainly do that. And obviously, Nintendo's a little bit more open to its uh, its IP being made into movies since they're doing the Super Mario one. It would be the most boring movie ever, though. It's yeah. just chores. Like, It would be a fun little townspeople thing. I mean, it might be better as like a show than a movie but yeah. you could do something with the little townspeople and is there a villain in animal crossing like is there a money corporate Tom- capitalism 
Tom Nook. Oh, so the politics of it? I yeah. guess. I mean, no, there's no real villain. I'm just... Just doing all, like, a gritty, all the president's men style takedown of Tom Nook. Like, because corruption at the highest level. You, we don't know how deep this goes. K.K. Sliding is the, uh, like, villain, or the, the hero in it. Yeah. This goes all the way to City Hall. Although the yeah. last one, you were City Hall. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, the last one, you were the mayor of the town. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So, so yeah, I guess we'll, uh, we'll see. We're the villain all along. That's true. I tell myself that every day. <laughs> I'm the real villain of this story. Um, all right, That's cool. Depressing. Any uh, Anything else that I may have missed for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week? Uh, I saw a quick thing that apparently Bernie Sanders is going to play Minecraft online. That's so cool. So yeah. according to him, yeah. he had a TikTok that he put out. And if it gets enough viewers, he's going to learn how to play Minecraft and stream it online. This is a sentence I never thought I'd hear heard said. Bernie Sanders announced on TikTok he'd be playing Minecraft if he got what 200 likes. <laughs> Are you sure that's real? Yes. Uh, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't surprise sound me. real. It, I mean, it does. That's that's the weird part, is I think it does sound real. John's looking it up. We need verification on this. Uh, Bernie Sanders will learn to play Minecraft if a TikTok video gets 6 million views. How many views does it have right now? He posted, it says, if this video gets 6 million views, I will learn how to play Minecraft for you. Uh, I don't know, because I don't have TikTok, so... Oh, I wasn't sure if there's like an article that specifically called it out. Uh, no. How many people can you have in a Minecraft server at the same time? Uh, it depends on how many, like how beefy your server is. I think. Like, so it, it depends on like how much bandwidth you have. I yeah. don't know if there's a limit. That's what I'm wondering. Like, could he hold a rally inside Minecraft? don't know could you imagine that like the first ever politician to hold a rally inside fucking a video game i i mean that's the next limit i mean we had the obama put his like posters in ea games remember that no yeah there was a like vote for obama posters in burnout paradise and like the baseball game i think no not baseball uh it must have been in madden as well huh yeah i didn't know that well, it says the video was uploaded by a TikToker named Lucario7642. Oh, yeah, that sounds like Bernie Sanders. So I think it's just a guy made a video as, as a joke and said, if this gets 6 million views, Bernie Sanders will play with us. Or play. Like, did Sanders himself say that he would? Yeah, it said that his uh, his official... Uh, TikTok account. Like posted it? Yeah. Like reposted it or whatever? Or linked to it? or No, it's a... Uh, if... Like, it's not him. It's like his official account. Hmm. But, uh, I mean, we might see Bernie Sanders learn how to play Minecraft. Awesome. Well, I have a feeling Bernie Sanders does not actually run his TikTok account, and it was probably just an intern responding to it. I'll I have a feeling you, if, you went to, if you went to Bernie Sanders, he'd be like, what's Minecraft? Uh, he owns a Twitch account and has used it before to stream. Not well, video games, yeah, just, but other yeah, stuff. Just, just like political talks, not actually playing video games. Joe, you sound like a member of the 1% trying to tear down 
uh, Bernie Sanders. I'm just excited for Joe Biden's uh, press, you know, junket inside PlayStation Home. I think that's going to be fun. <laughs> I think that's going to yeah. be Hashtag Bernie, his, his TikTok account. If this gets 6 million views, Bernie will learn how to play Minecraft for you. Done deal. Uh, it has, uh, I don't know how many views, but it has 167,000 likes. Ooh, is there a way off. to see how many views it has? I don't know. I don't know what TikToking is. Uh, it's just know. new vining, as far as I can tell. It, it is. It's new vine. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't have a TikTok. I don't know what the kids do these days. Yeah, they're dancing on their TikToks. Well, you could uh, just play it endlessly on a loop because it just loops. So, um, and everyone can do that and hope that they can watch Minecraft uh, with Bernie uh, building Bernie. something. I don't know what would he would he'd probably just die over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He'd build a hospital to give out the free healthcare to every single person in America. For every single Medicare for all villager. Yeah, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great. All the Steves jumping up and down. Wah. Can they do that? Do they jump in Minecraft? Yeah. Of there course you, you can. Sweet. Uh, cool. All right. Anything else that I missed for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week? Nope. Not that I can think of. Okay. No. Joe, you got any final thoughts? Uh, no. How'd this go for you? Uh, um, my back kind of hurts because I've been hunched over for a while. <laughs> you got to prop the microphone up better next time. Yeah, I don't we're, know. I don't have a, I don't have a microphone stand, so it's just sitting on like a little um, food tray that I have next to my couch. You gotta like put a box on top of the tray and raise the mic up a bit. I think we'll we'll get you some posture exercises for next or week. Or just just lay down and you can put it on your stomach like Tyler did. But, oh yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter uh, at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what you thought of the uh, the new way of recording. Uh, let us know how you're feeling about the Series X and the PlayStation 5. Uh, do you want to see Sony acquire all of those Konami IP uh, are you excited for Modern Warfare 2? Uh, and did you like the Sonic movie? Are you going to purchase it on digital? Uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Uh, bye. Wash your hands. <laughs>